You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of No Thanks. I'm Vic. I'm Nancy. And we are actually recording again this time. We, we're out here doing it. Mm-hmm, we got our... the schedule only three days late from planned. Right? I mean, I was sick. True. I was dying, you guys. But that's okay. We're getting over it. It's fine. My tonsils are back to normal size. I can swallow regular foods, which is wonderful. And I have to note... That I'm so sorry that our guest every week from now on is going to be the Kool-Aid man. Oh, Oh, yeah! yeah. (laughs) I'm so sorry for our network jingle. It was going really good for, like, the first, like, five seconds, and then they just... I don't know. They had to add it in there. We'll we'll give a talking to Castworks. It's fine. Yeah, maybe if we just like roast it enough every single episode, they'll just like cut that down or cut us from the <laughs> network. <laughs> One of the two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Do you hate us? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> How are you, by the way? I'm doing great. I got a switch. <laughs> so, okay, wait. Before we get into this episode, you guys, <laughs> shut up. Lindsay's partner and I planned on getting Lindsay a Switch for Christmas. Lindsay's been wanting one for a little while, but you know, she should have patience. She's a grown-ass adult. Don't talk. (laughs) She's 24 years old with zero patience. Maybe 3% on an okay day, but generally she has, don't, zero patience. So I was so excited thinking, yes, I'm going to be able to pitch in for this wonderful gift for my best friend. Then I get a message saying, I got a Switch. Lindsay's partner and Lindsay decided to go in on a switch together before Christmas, so early, and know how I found out? Not even through a generic text message, but through a group chat. So... Because I knew you'd be mad. I would find out no matter (laughs) what, bitch. (laughs) I am still livid. Yeah, but Pokemon comes out in November. You think I can wait until Christmas? Yes. No. There are kids out there. There's the goose game now. I have to wreak havoc as a goose. Okay, it is a great game. If you guys yeah, untitled goose game, please sponsor us. <laughs> we just want to be geese. Blame um, it on the goose. Um. <laughs> Welcome back to Wee Thanks. <laughs> that was really good. I'm so glad I got my first wheeze from oh. you. Anyways, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm getting so many things on Stardew Valley. I got a copper axe. It's really exciting. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I can cut down trees now. Wow, you're such a gay. What's new with you, bitch? I've been sick. I've been really sick for the past, like, two weeks. Uh-huh. Um, I've got so many doctor's appointments this week. Cause, yes! Like... <gasps> Work! Yeah. <laughs> yes i'm working with my doctors to figure out what the fuck is wrong with my bits tmi not tmi probably talked to my mom about this before she listens to this podcast i mean our 69th episode is gonna be sex so like we're just easing you into it nothing else is uh, yeah i'm just i've been sick yeah that's it sweet what are we talking about today we are talking about drag 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 Work. Work. Yes. Mm. The ASMR is going to be wild in this episode. I am so sorry anybody who listens with headphones, which is like 95.3% of users. Mm. Those, uh, so specific. Thank you. Thank you. They're not real facts. 
Okay. And who, who, do, who do we have here? We have our lovely pal, Carla. Hi, Carla. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I'm, you know, just crawling ever so slowly towards death like everyone else. <laughs> so <Mood>. true. Getting <laughs> yeeted off this mortal coil. I mean, great. You're doing great? Yeah, that's... Are you excited to be featured on this episode with us today? Sure. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give, like, I guess, like, the most minor of backstories. Carla does drag, which is why we brought Carla onto the show, because they do drag. That's me. Um, Carla, do you mind telling us what your drag persona is and your drag name? Yes, my drag name is Dublin Tondra, which is uh, great because most people who introduce me say it wrong. I don't know why, because um, Tondra is not spelt like tender, but everyone... <laughs> Dublin tender! Everyone who introduces me, apparently, just misreads it and reads it as Dublin tender, which is great, because that makes a total amount of sense that uh, Dublin Tondra, you know, obviously doesn't. It's fine. I'm only just proud of my name, because I think it's clever, so I'm not at it all bitter that it ever happens. It is very, very clever. Yeah, it's great. I was asked, when I started performing, I was like, hey, I want to do this, and then... I was asked, I was like, oh, they're like, okay, what's your drag name? I was like, fuck. Um, hadn't thought about that. I was like, well, every drag name is a double entendre, so I'm not clever enough to think of one, so it's just going to be double entendre. <laughs> That's so clever, though. It is. I remember first seeing you, and I was like, hell yeah. Oh, thanks. It's a gooder. Don't stop. Keep uh. going. <laughs> so full of yourself. What? A performer full of themselves? No. 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 I'm not a Leo. What are you talking about? What? Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to be roasting a little bit today on uh, drag. Roasting? Oh, God. What have I been invited here for? (laughs) (laughs) You knew. You knew. What's what's that mysterious spit over there? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Lindsay, I think you should kick this one off. Because Should you have I? No- you have notes. Everybody knows. Okay, on this but like professional. Okay, yeah. but I feel like so I should confess I've never really watched RuPaul's Drag Race. That's I think fine. I've maybe watched like three episodes. But you've gone to local drag shows. I have gone which to is local really important. Drag, but like I know a lot of the anytime someone has like an issue with drag, it's like at least fifty percent to do with RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, like all yeah. like it's just so problematic that like you I can't mean... talk about the problems about drag without being like, and also RuPaul's a piece of shit. Well, <laughs> I'm so sorry we so dragged that you. That was this. just that's just me to say that I probably don't have a lot to contribute. I to mean, anytime RuPaul comes up, I should I'll just you know throw in a no comment and it's fine. But I mean, as a performer, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I run into some drunk straight girl at the club who goes, "Oh my god, I love drag! Oh my god, I love RuPaul's Drag Race! I watch every episode." I'm like, "Okay, do you love drag or do you love RuPaul's Drag Race? Because the two are not necessarily the same thing." Mm -hmm. So true. What the girls do on RuPaul's Drag Race is drag. Drag is not RuPaul's Drag Race. They are not the same thing. You're not absolutely correct. But people tend to think of just that a few months ago when i was just going through instagram one of rupaul's drag race stars willem posted something and i thought it was really interesting and it had said like you know if you support drag that's great that's awesome if you can name 15 stars off of rupaul's drag race good for you that's great that's wonderful but can you do the same thing with local drag performers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you able to say that you can name 15 local drag performers and that you've tipped them Mm -hmm. if not you're not a fan of drag you're a fan of drag race it's true and like it's weird because within the drag community like i find those people that can name 15 rupaul's drag race performers but not their local performers get shit on a lot i mean i'm not exempt from that 
But also, you know, I'm happy that people are liking Dragon in any capacity. Totally. Um, regardless. I mean, I'm perf- obviously, I prefer it when it's directly me and they're paying me. <laughs> uh, because I poor. But, uh, mood. But, I mean, just having people enjoy Dragon in any capacity is always a good thing because it's magical. Um, hold on, guys. Lindsay's got notes. Let Uh-oh. me pull up the notes. Guess who doesn't have notes? <laughs> Do I no need notes? <laughs> no. Um, Should I run a lawyer? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> on the subject of RuPaul and just like shitting on him, <laughs> I was researching before this episode and apparently I remember the news about this, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was about him saying that trans women can't compete uh, in drag because mm. it's, quote, like Olympians that take performance enhancement drugs. Hello? That was a time. I do yeah. remember that. Woo! I mean, RuPaul has tried to kind of make amends with the trans community on a lot of things, which is more than a lot of people try to do. But also, those are things that, yeah, he said. Those are some yeah. things he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is great, because it totally ignores the history of drag and the fact that trans women are basically the history of drag. Mm-hmm. Like, they play a huge role mm-hmm. in the history of drag. And that's kind of just ignoring that and invalidating their drag, which is not something that I love. Some of my personal favorite performers are trans women because they just bring an experience to drag that is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, I remember that and I just lost my shit. Yeah, that's fair. I think morning. every drag performer did that too. Where we're just yeah. like, all of us just kind of went, ah! <laughs> It was a very uncomfortable time for sure. Yeah. And um, if any of you who are listening have that exact same thought that RuPaul did say out loud, rethink it. And educate yourself. Go to your local drag shows. You're bound to find a trans performer there and that will change your mind. This is true. This is a podcast about educating people on how to be better. Also, you'll probably find a, like, hyper queen that will change your mind. Mm -hmm. I know I've definitely, I had that experience myself. Now, what's a hyper queen? Hyper queen being someone who is a fab. Um, assigned female at birth who performs as a drag queen. Yeah. Okay. Um, some of my favorite queens are hyper queens. Mm-hmm. Local queen, Kim Union. Love her mm-hmm. to pieces. And it's great because every time I introduce her, I can make some sort of Catholicism-based joke. And that's always fun. <laughs> Love introducing the holiest of holes. <laughs> talking about giving her a huge mass. <laughs> oh my god. You know, all those kid-friendly Catholic jokes. <laughs> Always. That they'll just laugh at, but never But understand. I mean, all Catholic jokes are kid-friendly, right? Yeah. Same with all Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> but dumps! <laughs> Thanks for getting real personal. <laughs> I didn't actually know the, that... Communion. I learned something today. You didn't know communion was a hyper queen? That and just what that term was. Oh, yeah. I mean, hyper queens... You can, I mean, I say that they're, the term refers to AFAP performers who perform as drag queens, but also, like, you could make the argument that trans women performing as drag queens is also hyper queen. Because very, you very are true. performing as your gender, yeah. I think, is basic. This is the basic concept of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. That's more accurate to say, is it's performing as your gender. We're learning so much today. I Thank am you, learning Carla. So You're much. welcome. It makes complete sense, but I just hadn't heard that term before. Yeah, there it's, uh, I mean, I've also heard the term, like, bio queen as well, which I don't love as much. No, that's not. Um, um, can you educate me now? What does that mean? That would be referring to someone who is an AFAB person performing as drag queen. Oh. Because you're biologically. Oh, female. I don't yeah. like the word. I don't like that no, word. Yeah, yeah, I don't love that either. 
That's but big bad. Big bad. Yeah. Um, another thing I had on here, which I'm sure you, Carla, can probably Ooh. elaborate more on, was just something I heard. Okay. In the city that we live in, we have, on July 1st, we have drag ball every year. And yes. it's literally baseball between drag queens and drag kings. Yes. And it's hilarious. It's <laughs> the best. So many people show up. Yes. And anyways, I kind of heard something from actually quite a lot of people that were participating in that. Mm-hmm. And I know you were participating as well. That was me. Um, basically saying that the person who was kind of doing the commentary Mm. not like the ump but the commentary he's kind (laughs) of like apparently like local drag royalty and he everybody (laughs) knows him and all this and all this and just kind of the difference between like old and new generations and the concept of drag because they were saying that he kind of comes from old school drag old school drag where Mm. everyone was like bitchy and catty to Mm -hmm, each other mm -hmm. and now the local drag community now is more full of love and supporting each other and how you guys didn't really like that kind of like his commentation was kind of i mean it's tricky because, like, the commentator Shalita Buffet was their was their drag name previously. <laughs> Great drag name, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Also, where Shalita Cox has kind of stolen the name from, and also many of her clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's yes and no. Like, I think the drag community has always been a place where performers do support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't want to say that like, n- that's never been a thing. I think that's always been a, a consistent theme in the community, but I think the public perception of drag Queens absolutely mm, yeah. has been that we're catty and we're drag performers. I should say that like, you know, we're catty and we call each other out and make shitty jokes and we're mm-hmm. bitchy and mm-hmm. huge divas and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there is also some of that still present in the community. Do I call out my performers and throw shade all the time? Absolutely. But I do it out of love. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a, a show not that long ago that was A Thousand Night of Shalita's for Shalita Cox. And <laughs> that <laughs> night, I mean, I think it was fabulous. But I mean, both of the numbers I did were directly throwing so much shade at Shalita <laughs> because I love her and she's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And there is absolutely some of that still present there. But it, mm-hmm. again, it's I think it's done out of love. I think it's always been done out of love. Mm-hmm. But the public perception of it absolutely has been that we're divas, um, which is where you get like RuPaul's Drag Race bring yeah. it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of perpetuating that idea of like cattiness and just general mean spiritedness, mm-hmm. which I don't think is n- is nearly as present in the community as people mm-hmm. think it is. Yeah, but because again, a lot of the stuff that is done is done jokingly. Do sometimes those jokes get out a little out of hand and and, and maybe skew public perception of us a little unfavoringly? Maybe, 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 maybe a little bit. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go back and replay that five times over. Thank you. That's your that's your ringtone now. (laughs) That's our jingle. Yeah, is uh, is just me, you know, imitating puberty. There you go. Oh my god. You're welcome. I was gonna say, you know, it would probably again. I don't know first experience, but you know what fucking suck. What would fucking suck? Putting on all that makeup and it fucking up your skin all the time. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have totally flawless skin. 
Like, even when I put makeup on, like, a full face, like, every, I don't know, maybe, like, once a month, even still my face is like, Ugh. So I, I mean, can't imagine doing every, like, weekend. Yeah, multiple Ugh. times a week, uh, more like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm at a point now where I perform, like, two to three times a week often, mm-hmm. especially during the busier seasons, like, Pride and Halloween and stuff, mm. which is just Halloween 2.0. It's true. Halloween is just gay Christmas. It is. And, true. And it's it's just pride all over again, but spoopier. <laughs> but uh, crappier. Yeah, it's just, it's just pride, but everyone's nipples are slightly harder because it's cold outside. <laughs> uh, better season. Yeah, exactly. And we're horny. I mean, all you know. All the time. <laughs> we're gay. It's fine. We're just horny all the time. True. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm at a point where I perform a lot, and so I wear a lot of makeup all the time and uh my face is basically just one big sebum container at this point (laughs) you're welcome for that image yeah no it's uh i mean you know gotta have a good skincare routine and i don't but you should um lindsay can set you up lindsay's got a routine down pat so true do you have, like, the 12-step Korean well, skincare stuff the, or something? No, I got the cleanser and the toner and the moisturizer and the spot treatment. Mm, yeah, see, I, I've never been, like, a huge product person. And so I remember even before I started doing drag, I would just wear a lot of makeup because I was very femme and, like, I wore a lot of makeup every day. So I was basically a drag queen just every day. <laughs> And I went to Sephora to, like, buy some face wash because I was like, I'm wearing a lot of makeup. I should probably get some, like, better product. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, oh, so, like, what do you use right now? I'm like, I don't know, soap? And they're like, <laughs> what What kind of soap? I'm like, oh, Dove hand soap or something, I guess. And she's just like, you use hand soap on your face? And then you just got criticized for, like, Yeah, an and then hour. I felt super judged in Sephora. And I was like, okay, fine. Just tell me what to here. buy. But also it has to be cheap. Uh <laughs> You gotta get on that toner life, though. Well, because, like, I mean, drag is already expensive. Yeah. I don't want to spend a bunch of money on the stuff that I have to wash off the bunch of money I've just put on my face. Yeah. So, you know, don't take care, good care of my skin. But I and I wear a lot of makeup, so my skin's gonna look fabulous when I'm retired. <laughs> I don't wear any makeup and have flawless skin. Yours, yeah. Yeah, you can suck my I have, Do you even have pores? I have four zits right now, and that's, like, oh, the most... No. You do? Where? Like on your face? One, two, three, four. Oh, wow. Oh, no. You should see my nose. It's like colony. Like colony. Yeah. You could do a medical study on my face and it would not be fun. I'm literally on medication and my skin still looks like shit. I don't even wear makeup either. And three-step routine twice a day. Wow. Maybe Uh, I can believe Are you washing your face too much? No. Apparently that's a thing. But I moisturize. Oh. I know. Oh, I can't I can't, I can't really. I, I remember when Lindsay first... <laughs> when Lindsay first got on my case about being like, how do you have such perfect skin? What do you use? And I was like, I don't wash my face. You don't want to barf on I you? I was like, I rinse it. She's like, what? I'm like, I don't, I don't wash my face. And then she was like, no, you need to start washing your face. So now I wash my face, guys. It's really cute. You sound exactly like my partner. My partner also has flawless skin and didn't wash their face. And I'm like, can you fucking wash your face, please? And they were like, fine. And then their skin started getting, well, not started. It was already dry. And I'm like, can you please use moisturizer? And they're like, oh, but I just started washing my face. Now you want me to do two steps? And I'm like, you have flakes on your forehead. Please put some moisture on there. I feel so cold out right now. (laughs) 
Well, I, I mean, I know drag queens who uh, wash their makeup off with Dawn dish soap oh, in the shower. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I remember uh, Shalita Cox and I, just to call her out directly, you're <laughs> welcome, went to Lush together one day to, like, buy some fancy soaps because we were treating ourselves. <laughs> it was the day after a show. You get very, you just want to treat yourself to everything the day I after imagine. a show. Brunch, soap, whatever you want. <laughs> Those are the things. That's what every gay wants, right? Yes. Brunch and soap. That's how our culture is built. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> we went to Lush to like buy some fancy soaps and they were like, oh, like, what do you want? Like, what do you need it for? And they're like, oh, just, just to like wash the makeup off my face because I'm a drag queen. And they're like, oh, cool. What do you use right now? And he's like, well, I have some Dawn dish soap that I keep in the shower. And it's true. Little fucker does. I like though that. I don't know if he still does, but. But I like that he was honest with people at Lush. Like, oh, what do you use? Oh, I use Dawn dish soap. Like, at that point, I'd be like, nothing. Yeah. I don't use any. I oh, use- you know, just like some, just some eye makeup remover that's not great. Yeah. You know. Some stuff from Walmart, you know. Yeah. Well, did you see how it washes the grease off of ducks? Like, yeah, it's, I'm fine. it's fine, right? They can use it on ducks. So, like, <laughs> those are, like, little sensitive <laughs> babies, right? They can get grease off ducks. They can get makeup off my face. Yeah. Though. I is mean, it, it works. Is it just to get, like, the glue off the eyebrows? Like, that is a big the... part. Yeah. Yeah. The glue actually washes off surprisingly easily. Oh, um, yeah. Good old Elmer's glue. Shout out to Elmer's glue. Sponsor you rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Who sponsors your podcast? Elmer's glue. Who sponsors yours? This podcast is sponsored by Purple Elmer's glue. <laughs> Sparkly shit. I don't know how well that would work, but the purple stuff is great. Sparkly. Yeah. I mean, I I have like I have like five or six layers of glue on my face at any time. <laughs> I love ASMR with Lindsay. The spark. <laughs> Like not do you even... remember though the little bottle I do. was blue? I do, I do. They even had like Harry Potter ones too. What? Whoa, magical. Yeah, magical. Yeah. Just like our topic. I've got something that I can talk about real Please quick. Please do. All right, guys. So as you've heard us say a few times prior in this episode, to support your local drag artists, that also goes to the drag artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to a lot of shows. And I mean, I'm not a performer Yet. Yet. But dun, 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 dun. I, I do like to attend a good drag show. And so I go to like, I try to do as many as I possibly can without like, I don't know, going broke. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not true. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just like, there's so much in our city right now that it's just like, I can't do all of them, but I can do yeah, like a few like, to support. There's so many group of so people many. that are doing them. so many. So um, I see these like local performers performing in these shows but not actually, like, attending the shows if they're not performing. Like, it's like they come, they make the money, mm-hmm. they leave. Like, it looks like they're having a wonderful time, which I'm super happy and, like, pumped about. And maybe, like, they have a busy life. But also, it doesn't feel like, from an outsider's perspective, that they are also supporting local drag. Because mm-hmm. by... they're taking, but they're not giving. Exactly. It can be tricky, especially if you're a performer that performs a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes there's, you're, <laughs> ju- there's just not shows that you're not in. Yeah. But also, there is definitely, a, like, a, an accessibility barrier with drag, because a lot of drag shows are very late at night, mm-hmm. and 19-plus venues, or, like, drinking-age-plus venues. Of course. And that, you know, a lot of performers, most 
most performers that I know have a real everyday job that they have to go to work at at eight in the morning. And sometimes if you've been out a couple of times that week in a show, you don't want to spend your Friday night going to a show. I mean, it's like, do you spend your weekends at work? Mm -hmm. Like, I I can get it, but I also see what you mean. Like, Mm -hmm. you do want to support local drag. And most performers that I know are pretty good about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's just a few that I've seen that I'm like... You could try harder, which I know I'm not a performer, so I can't say anything, but just as like an outsider's perspective. I will often, even if I can't go to a show, I'll at least buy a ticket. Mm. Even if I don't end up going, I'll buy a ticket and then I'll just give it to someone else. Because even then I am supporting a bit, but I can't show up. Totally. I know for some shows I'll buy, like pretty much any show I go to now, I just buy an extra ticket for in case I can drag someone with me. Drag Drag someone with you. Um, In this podcast, we make funny, funny, funny jokes. That's why we're on a comedy podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never (laughs) made a pun in my life. Never. Definitely not ever. So stop looking at me like that. But yeah, no, like I, like I'll at least try and buy a, buy a ticket, especially for, I'll buy a ticket and then I'll let the producer know that like I've bought a ticket or two. And then if someone can't afford to come to the show, I'll be like, Hey, hit me up. Take my ticket. That's a way that you guys can support it. There you go. If you're a performer listening to this podcast. Buy someone else a ticket. Infect others. If you can buy two Starbucks drinks in one month, which most people can, I can't say everyone (laughs) can, because I know some people are like don't have any money so like don't worry about it don't stress out but if you do have the money to buy yourself two drinks you also have the money to go out and support local drag also just gonna put this out there drag is expensive okay it is <laughs> i can only imagine of, like, blood sweat and tears absolutely like pour into it you can see literally former like what they're wearing, like, they're make everything that they do and, like, how late it is on, like you said, performers having actual everyday jobs, mm-hmm. right? Staying out super late at night in costume, in makeup, and then staying after the show to have to, like, talk to some mm-hmm. people and then getting home super late. Like, it's just, like, it's such a big responsibility and such a big thing to, like, just jump into. Yeah. And a lot of the times you'll be at a show and, like, it, there's so much expected of a performer, right? Because you have to spend a couple hours before the show putting on your makeup get everything ready. Some performers I know spend like three hours alone on their, just their face. That's not even like putting pads on, not getting our costumes together. So it's a lot of prep just for mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky because I can do my face in like 30 minutes because. Because you're it, a talented hoe. That's I exactly was going to say, because I mean, who the fuck cares? Just look at it. It's fine. You're literally so talented. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No. I mean, it's so... <laughs> but like yeah like there's a lot of prep that goes into the show beforehand and then you're at the show you're expected to mingle while you're there and like be a good entertainer you're only on stage for four minutes Mm -hmm. sure but all your spoons are gone at that point but at that point you've already like mingled with the audience a lot of us are chronic introverts and we don't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) like we're all narcissists but we're also chronic introverts yeah we exist. Yeah. Uh, and then you gotta, yeah, you gotta mingle after the show and you go, go up to some stranger and be like, so have you come to the drink show before? Oh, it's your first one. Oh, thanks for coming. <sighs> you know, you have to do your due diligence and you're expected to stick around and then, you know, you're getting paid like a hundred dollars for, you know, the full eight hours of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes often less, a hundred dollars is generous. You're often getting paid like $40. Mm-hmm. for eight hours of work and then maybe you make twenty dollars in tips 
So, I mean, I get it. It's a lot of work. And sometimes you just don't have the spoons to then go support other performers. I get it. I do. Also, like, they should go to shows. But, you know, I get it. No, I totally understand that that point of view for sure. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Especially when you're first starting out, maybe. When you're first starting out, I think it's definitely important to go to shows, though. And, like, so you can see, like, the different types of drag. Mm -hmm. I know when I started drag, I had this very narrow-minded view of what drag is. Because I kind of grew up with the, like, old school style of drag where everybody makes jokes about genitals and it's all campy and fun and very gay. (laughs) And then I got exposed to the other types of drag, to more alternative drag, to kibbles and bits is, oh my god, so So good. good. So good. So good. And just, like, the weirdness that is drag. And then you kind of can feel that out a little bit more, see what you want to do, experiment with it. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, drag is anything that's on a stage. (laughs) (laughs) that's true i think that like pretty much wraps it up though from like all three perspectives and i I mean so i really enjoyed having like an actual performer with us because obviously like some things that we had questions about carla was able to answer which we are very thankful for yeah welcome yeah i'm fine to rant about drag any day of the week (laughs) so the takeaway from this episode is go support local drag yeah yeah go i don't know go google your like city and then drag shows yeah and, like go to them go have fun go with your friends instagram is a really great resource mm-hmm. for finding drag performers just like basically search your postal code and then the word drag or your not your postal code your airport code or whatever i don't know that one yeah and then you'll find them yeah they're everywhere even if you just search drag Instagram knows where you live. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You'll probably find local performers. Totally. Wow, I learned so much today. Mm -hmm, Me too. So yeah, support local drag. I can't remember the second one that we said. Tip your performers. Tip your performers. That one. We broke. Drag is expensive. And honestly, I find it quite interesting to like look back on the history of drag. So if you Mm. have a couple minutes or like a little bit to just like read about it. Yeah. Before you can get judgmental about like what somebody's doing, how they're performing, Mm -hmm. who's performing, how they identify, anything like that. Educate yourself first. And the history of drag is kind of like just woven into the history of queer culture. Mm-hmm. In it general. is. And you, you learn know, a lot about queer, queer culture. culture on this. What? Podcast. What? Are you gay? No. Oh my God. Are you gay? Don't. My mom listens to this. <laughs> Am I gay? No. Oh no. Oh, no. thanks. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't do last time? Big thank you. Big thank yous. We're just so excited about starting our dumb podcast again that we didn't thank anybody that made it even slightly possible. No, we did not. Thank you, you, Aaron and Sienna, for our artwork. Always beautiful. Always good. Thank you, Slovakia, for our theme song. We love all of Slovakia. (laughs) With the country? Yeah, the whole country. Mm -hmm. They they gifted us our theme song. They did. Their other, other name for Slovakia is also Groove Studio. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, if you're like, I want to go to Slovakia, you can just say, I want to go to Groove Studio. They're yeah, like, the same thing. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Casperic Industries for letting us on their network? Question mark? Yeah, we don't know how that happened. I don't know how like... that happened. Sometimes you just email people and they give you stuff. It's fucking crazy. Mm. That's the other thing from this episode. If you want something, just, like, email someone about it. <laughs> don't text them or call them or ask just them like, person. Just send, send them, them an email. Send them an email. <laughs> just get on your fucking Gmail. <laughs> Just plop work, one in work there. Work for and... your dreams. <laughs> Is that... Thank you to you guys. Thank you always. to our guest, Carla. Oh, yes. thanks. Yes. Thank you thank for you, having me here. Always. And uh, support local drag? Yeah, support local drag. Why does that sound like a question? <laughs> support local drag, period. No question marks, exclamation mark. No question mark, period. Oh. That's 
a lot of done grammar. Don't. Uh. Yes. Okay. We good? <laughs> I think we're good. Okay. Thank you guys. Yay. We love you. We'll Bye. see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.